Okay, so sit where you're gonna sit, and we're just gonna like. This is me testing. Now you go. This is me testing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. Welcome to Reverse Cowgirl Podcast. I'm Taya. I'm here with Kiki. We met in Montreal and we've been friends for a little bit now and I'm really excited to have her on. Um, this is my first time on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) She's wearing, I want to give you a little bit of a visual right now because it's really cute. She's wearing this hand crocheted strawberry cap. Looks like a little fairy. Thank you, Taya. We're also drinking some Mystique Rosé. Um, Taya's wearing a, a futuristic... <laughs> <laughs> Taya's wearing a futuristic weather girl bodysuit. Um, I just thought we you should know that, too. Yeah, I mean, now that we've set the scene. <laughs> um, of all the people I've been talking to recently, you're probably the only one who's actually having... <gasps> sex <laughs> right now oh my gosh what an what an honor yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm also the the first essential worker on the podcast <laughs> um i i am having sex currently <laughs> as we speak as we speak right here right now <laughs> i never thought it would be me you know yeah you <laughs> Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, totally. You were single for a long time after your last relationship, and you just started getting back into sex, right? Yeah, I was... I was not just single, but I was, like, celibate for almost a year, and I didn't care about sex at all, and I thought that that was going to be my life, um, because we're in the pandemic. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a chaotic slutty phase (laughs) and I thought I had COVID and I also thought I was pregnant, but luckily I didn't have either. Just pure chaos. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm proud of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed like a difference in, cause I'm assuming like starting to have sex Hmm. after such a long break would end in a big mental shift for you but have you noticed physically do you like feel different like do you feel healthier or like more alive um (laughs) (laughs) wow Taya you how did you like come up with these questions (laughs) um I do feel healthier I feel more alive my friend Allie um, does Reiki on me sometimes, and she did Reiki on me in, like, the spring, and she said my, like, sexual energy was completely, there was, like, nothing there. Oh my god. (laughs) That's so mean. (laughs) Well, it wasn't, like, it was, like, I knew there was nothing there also, so it was just kind of, um, validating, I guess, at the time, and I kind of think there might, there might be something there. You have to go back to check, but maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think I I feel more fun. (laughs) I feel fun. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel flirty. (laughs) No, that's a good answer. Fun and flirty. Yeah, but you're right. It is... I mean, do you feel like you're not as um, alive now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It sounds really bad when you say it like that, but... (laughs) No, just not having sex for uh, an extended amount of time has, like, I think it has affected me physically. Like, also, obviously mentally. I, I'm sorry, Shadow's crawling around over there. Shadow is Kiki's cat. And I keep getting distracted because she's such a little explorer right now. She's like, I need to chew on a cord right now. <laughs> mm, a cord would hit so good right now. Because <laughs> um, you, like... Like, when I wasn't having sex, I, like, didn't want to have sex, but it's like you're not having sex, and you would if you could. Yeah, absolutely. I feel less connected to my body in general, definitely, Mm -hmm. when I'm not having sex. I'm not sure 
why that is or if that's healthy. It probably isn't. It probably means I'm not having sex with myself enough, honestly. Mm. But because of the pandemic, you have even less contact with people than you would normally. So, like, when you do have sex during this time, it feels, like, I think more intense because you're like, wow, um, being close and naked with somebody is, like, I don't know. It's like you're you're definitely gonna spread your germs to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a less sexy way of looking at it, definitely. Let me spread my germs to you. Let's share droplets. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> You just got a new sex toy, didn't you? Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, my friend has that one, and she recommended it to me. It's like a cordless magic wand. Like the Hitachi? Yeah, but it's not the same brand. And she recommended it to me. She was like, it's great. I use it every time. It's like my... I would recommend it to anyone. And I got it, and I was like not happy with it at first because it's like really strong and I didn't realize magic wand type toys are like have like really strong vibrations Mm -hmm. did you know about that I don't I've never had one so no okay well it's like really strong like I would say a rechargeable vibrator normally has like lower settings and that's what I had been using before but this one is like super strong and the first time I used it I was like it was like honestly it's kind of hard to nut (laughs) Again with the nut. Um, um, <laughs> there'll be a poll in my stories. Um, girls or people with vaginas, let me know. You call it nutting? You're just okay with that? Who is judging me for this? I have been spending, sharing space and spending time with cis straight boys recently. So mm. all this is to say... I am happy with my new sex toy now. Mm-hmm. T- it took me some time to get used to it, but the reason why I believed that I would like it eventually <laughs> was because um, the first time that I ever masturbated was when I was five, and it was because my parents had like this like back massager, <laughs> and it was huge. Like I would, it was like literally like. I would say, like, the size of my, like, five-year-old body, honestly. Like, my torso. What the hell? And, like, I was, like, playing with it one day. I was like, I wonder what would happen if I put it on my crotch. So I did. And then I, like, came for the first time in my life. When you were, like, five? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, that had a way stronger vibration. And I was like, well, if five-year-old me (laughs) liked that, then I'm sure that 25-year-old me can get used to this absolutely i almost feel like your body wouldn't be able to come at that age um but i can't well i guess it can it is it is able to and (laughs) i have like a few friends that are girls that like learned how to masturbate at like a really young age as well and i remember like as a kid being like this is bad this is disgusting like this is like every time Every time I would nut, I'd be like, yeah. never again. <laughs> um. I grew up Christian, and when I was younger, we used to take a lot of trips as a family to Arizona, because we had a little house out there. So and cool. so, yeah, it was really nice. It was really, really nice. But we had to fly into Las Vegas, and then drive out to, Air- like, drive out mm-hmm. to like Havasu, where our house was. And so we'd spend a few days in Las Vegas usually, and we'd go to, like, Cirque du Soleil or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I just remember, as this young Christian girl, like, this child who was so ashamed of anything gay brewing inside her, I could not avoid the gay thoughts in Vegas. They were everywhere! I remember having to walk down the street, and there'd be, like, billboards of sexy ladies, so I'd avert my eyes... And then there'd be uh, this live screen of, like, the sex show playing. I'd avert my eyes again. And, like, even if I look down on the ground, the ground on in Las Vegas is littered with, like, playing cards of sexy ladies. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, because they're, like, advertising shows and stuff. So the whole ground has just, like, a carpet oh my of God. tits. <laughs> Wait, what, did your, like, family ever talk about it? No, they were, no. There was very much, like... 
just an awkward atmosphere、mm. in the air whenever something sexy happened, like in a movie or anything like that. So I think I just learned that it was like awkward. <laughs> yeah, totally. That probably made it like even more awkward for you. Yeah. Like, I feel like the ways that our parents responded to shit like that, like in an emotional way, showed us like how we had to respond. Yeah. Like, my mom was always really awkward about sex. And I kind of feel like if, if my parents had been more like open about it, then maybe I wouldn't be as like,、mm, I don't know, like shameful, I guess.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that there's a story that you wanted to tell me. <laughs> Would you be ready to do it now that you've had? Yeah, it? <laughs> now that I'm tipsy. <laughs> yeah, now that you're tipsy. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready.、Um, so, this story is about the first time I ever gave a handjob and the first time I was ever fingered. And I think I was 15 at the time. Like, I was going to turn 16 in like a month. It was like at that, I don't know if you had this, Taya, with like your friends in high school where it was like you had to like. Keep up or something with like everything that everyone had done.、Mm-hmm. Like, once one of your friends had made out and like done like hand stuff, you were like, Well, fuck, I need to do it too.、Mm. um So, like, I feel like like the whole even the whole reason why I wanted to do that stuff was just so that I could like say that I'd done it.、Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My friend was having this like rooftop party. Because her parents were really rich. And yeah, that's bougie. Yeah. For high school? Yeah. I, like, I had this friend group when I was in high school that were like these like, private school girls, that, but we, like, went, we all went to public school.、Mm. And they were all like, really mean at the time.、Um, so you were part of the Mean Girls group? I, yeah, I was. Like, it was kind of like the Mean Girls movie. Wow. Yeah, it was really fucked up, though. And. I feel like it kind of. I mean, we, were, we probably all got fucked up from that, and I'm glad that I got out when I did, but.、Uh, <laughs> like it's a gang. It, yeah, for real. Well, not a. Okay, like not a gang, but like kind <laughs> of. Like the type of shit that we would say to each other would be like. Like we'd be shit talking another girl for having like hooked up with a ton of boys at a party.、Mm. Um, and being like, yeah, she's a slut. Like that was literally the shit we would say. But also, like, if you hadn't done anything, it was, like, bad. Like, it was, like, you had to do shit to, like, prove that you were hot or something. But, like,、mm-hmm. the right amount of it. Yeah, yeah, which I think is so crazy now because we were, like, policing amongst ourselves.、Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, wasn't just about that, it was, like, about, like, appearance. And, like, I remember, like, you, like there was. You couldn't have pubes. Like, that was, like, really bad. How did they police that? Did you have to. They didn't, like, say. Like, they would talk about how they would be, like, going swimming with other girls and seeing them have pubes and be like, that's disgusting. Yeah, it's so mean. That is so mean. That's also really sad because there's, like, so much. I feel like any person who's grossed up by their own body body hair, it's, like, only due to internalized. Yeah. Like, body standards, internalized hatred. Like, also, kind of like, like pedophil- pedophilia in a way. A little bit, yeah. I don't know. Anyways,、um, so I was. This was like at the time when I was like about to leave that toxic friend group. And so my friend was having this party, and I think I had had like two drinks. Like, I don't even think I was like drunk because at that age I was drinking way more than I am now.、Mm. Um, <laughs> and. There were all these like private school kids at the party because those were like all the people that my friend who was hosting it knew. And this guy showed up and like we looked at each other and I was just like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I was, I just, I knew that something was gonna happen.、Mm-hmm. And psychic even in high school. I don't know. I don't know. So I went up to him and I was talking to him and I remember him being like, Yeah, my dad gives me $1,000 every month if I don't smoke weed. <laughs> and I, was, I think he was lying to me, though. Like, I'm pretty sure that was fake.、Um, and we, like, went over to, like, the side of the, the roof, and we were making out over there. 
and then he started like trying to like put his hands in my pants but I was like oh my gosh like there's people around like I don't want to I don't want people to see this um so we like went over to this area near the barbecue I think we were making out over there and I like gave him a hand job and it was my first time ever giving a hand job whoa yeah and I like literally didn't know like what I was doing but I, I like knew the the basics but right. I, I had never done it before mm-hmm. um then he came and I didn't have I didn't know what to do with the cum because we were like on a roof so I like wiped it on his shirt and he was wearing a white shirt oh my god <laughs> yeah and I remember doing it and like looking into his eyes and just being like I don't like I literally don't care like and he seemed like he didn't care either um he's like I'm gonna wear my own come on my shirt for the rest of this party I guess uh, oh my god I don't know I feel like being where I am now I'm like I would have never I would never do that now I was just like whatever and then he was like and now it's your turn <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like take off your your shorts so I was like okay and then I took off my underwear and as he was taking off my under as I was taking off my underwear he was like you're so hot and that was the first time somebody ever said it was hot. And I was like, like, in my head, I was like, no. <laughs> no, as in, like, you didn't want it from him? Or no, as in, like, you didn't feel confident? I didn't, like, I didn't believe him. Mm. And I, I was just like, whatever. And then my friend who was hosting the party came over and she was like, hey, guys, um, I think my dad can see you. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, there was, like, this little window behind us. But we were like, no, 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 he can't see us. <laughs> But her dad, like, obviously sent her over to be like, I can see these kids on the roof. Yeah, the, dad, to stop. the dad was like, I can see two 15-year-olds doing hand stuff by the barbecue on the roof. <laughs> um, I I don't regret that because I never really talked to him again. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and he was fingering me, and I honestly don't remember that much about it. Like, I don't remember even if, I, like, I liked it or not or if I thought it felt good. Like, obviously I didn't come. <laughs> Um, I think we, like, added each other on Facebook, and then we're like, okay, bye. (laughs) And then I, like, came out from our little area, and I was like, wow, I've done so much. And my friend, like, rushed over to me, to me, and she was like, oh my gosh, like, how was it? What did you do? And I was like, I gave a hand job, and then she was like, well, what did you do with the cum? And I was like, I wiped it on him. And then (laughs) she was, like, holding my hands at the time, and then she, like, let go of my hands, and she was like, ew, I just got hand job hands all over me. <laughs> and everyone, like, lit, heard it. And no. I was, like, really embarrassed. That's so me. Your friend group sounds so toxic. Yeah, it was really mean. So I, like, went inside and I, like, went to go wash my hands. But then, like, a few months later, I, I met these two guys that, like, I guess went to his school or something. And they knew they weren't at the party but they like knew that I had wiped his cum on his shirt and they were like oh aren't you that girl who did that and I was like I was like really embarrassed and ashamed about it Aww. yeah that that whole story kind of put me through like to give you a flashback yeah it that's why I was kind of spacing out a little bit a few mm-hmm. times because I was like having flashbacks through that story what did you flash back to? <laughs> I had this one really bad flashback to, because mm. when you were talking about the dad catching mm. you guys. Oh my god. I, <laughs> um, I had this flashback to m- my partner and I, we went to a party hosted by this, these people I didn't really know. Mm. They were like friends of his, but like distantly. So we had like no stakes in the party, basically. We were like, we don't really care about who's mm-hmm. here. And so it was an outdoors party and there was a bonfire and then you could go indoors to use their bathroom, but everything else was, like, sec- sectioned off with, mm-hmm. like, caution tape. <laughs> like, their living room was sectioned off, and, like, oh anything God. past the bathroom, like, you couldn't do the kitchen. It was just really weirdly, like, mm-hmm. they very obviously didn't want people to pass the section tape, but also I was like, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. So, um, we went in the house, and then... Like, immediately in the entrance, there was, like, the living room, which, like I said, was sectioned off, and in the living room, there was a little workout section <laughs> <laughs> with, like, um, like a squat rack and, like, one of those bouncy balls mm. that you can, like, sit on. 
And I don't remember how we got there because I was very tipsy. But we somehow ended up like making out in the workout section, like on the bouncy ball. I can't believe that's that's what you chose. Okay, but wait. Okay, but wait. The mom came out of her bedroom because she heard us making out in her living room and then started screaming at us like, get your clothes back (gasps) on. Get out. That's so disrespectful. You're so lucky I don't call your parents. You're so lucky I don't send your ass home. Oh my god. She was screaming at us and I started crying. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. Like, I was like devastated. Mm -hmm. That sounds awful. It was awful. I feel like... You know, you didn't have to be that dramatic. Mm-hmm. We were teenagers, but whatever. And so, yeah, we we went back to the party, and everyone kind of knew what had happened because the mom came out and talked to the host of the party and was like, "Who are these people? Are they your friends? Like, they just blah 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 blah." And so everybody kind of knew what happened, and so my partner and I just like sat by the fire and like did our own thing for the rest mm. of the night. But I, <laughs> like I. I, I had already cried, my makeup was already a mess, and I just, like, downed hot dog after hot dog. It was, like, a oh my God. a sad hot dog night Yeah, around well, the fire. How, how old were you at that time, would you say? I was probably 18. Oh, shit. So that's, like, old enough to know better, but I was also, like, fully drunk. It was a yeah. brand new relationship. Yeah. I didn't know the people, so I was, like, I don't know their family. I don't, like... Yeah, totally. I didn't even know if their parents were home. Mm-hmm. And yeah. caution tape... That's, um... I just want to break through it. <laughs> Why would you caution tape your living Like, it's... it's. I would have just made out in the bathroom if you hadn't caution taped your living room off. Mm. Yeah, like a normal person. Like a normal person. <laughs> but the caution tape and the fact that there was that bouncy ball there, obviously... Oh my god, the bouncy ball was, like, calling to you. It was. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but that's not a good memory. It, like, still upsets me. I know a lot of shit that I remember from, like, that time... Like, I need to, like, take a minute and be like, okay, it's over. Nobody cares anymore about that shit, you know? Yeah, true. I'm still trying to unlearn that, honestly. Like, even this podcast has been Mm -hmm. challenging for me with that. I'm still thinking back to, like, what are the high school kids gonna think? And then I'm like, why the fuck do I care? I talk to maybe, like, five people from high school, Mm -hmm. and they won't care. Yeah. So why do I care about the people that I haven't even followed for years, you know? Do you feel like that mindset came from when you were, like, in high school? I don't know. Aw, cute. Yeah, I don't know how that develops. I wonder if everybody feels that way. I kind of feel like everyone, everyone does. Except for a few. So, a a select few. (laughs) I guess if you're not worried about what people are going to think about it. Maybe you're not, like, fully invested in the project you're putting out either. Hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I could very well just, like, not have a social media presence, not, like, put out a podcast or art or writing or anything like that, Mm -hmm. and not have this anxiety because of that. What kind of life is that? A hermit (laughs) life? (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's better to be taking the risks and then... I kind of feel like even if you do, like do something embarrassing nobody thinks about it you know like because I started drinking again this year Mm -hmm. from like the first time that like I like got drunk with you guys um because I like thought that you would all like hate me for being intoxicated and then I was like wait everyone was just thinking about how they were perceived by everyone like nobody was actually like analyzing my behavior and Mm -hmm. being like um, that was weird. Yeah, so for sure. I kind of feel like even if you do something cringe, usually it's just funny, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. What's the simpiest thing someone's ever done for you? Aw, that's cute. <laughs> I'm such a sucker for that. I I know a lot of people are like, if my partner shows too much affection, I get turned off. But I am so not, like, I... <laughs> You're like, please simp. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to be simped after. I like it. Is that, is that the expression, simped after? Simped I don't for? know. I, I don't know. You're, you're younger than me. You should know. <laughs> I'm the one with the sex podcast. I should know these things. Um, I don't know. Something about little surprise gifts where it shows that they really oh, thought yeah, about totally. you. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big gifts gal. That's, that's cool. I like that you're into that. Well, you're not a gift scout? <laughs> no, I am, but I just feel like 
I remember one time I was talking to some people and we were like, oh my gosh, what's your love language? And then this one person was like, oh, these are the five love languages. Oh, and there's gift giving. But I mean, that one's dumb. Like, that one's fucked up if that's your love language. Like, they were, like, shaming it. Aww. And then I was like, um, actually, I I think that's my love language. And then they were like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. But then after <laughs> that, I was still like, um... I, like, I, I don't know, I feel like there's this implication that I felt that they were, like, it's shallow or something. But, like, I love shit. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I think the point of the gift giving isn't, like, I want the most expensive gift. Mm. It's, like, this thing made me think of you, so I got it for you. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of... I think also, like, it's it's funny to think about love languages and, like, how your parents showed love for you because both my parents like bought me shit okay same yeah my (laughs) dad was the gift giver yeah that's what we learned (laughs) do you think your parents way of showing their love for you Mm. determines your love language not necessarily but i do think it it, like influences it because Mm -hmm. like as a kid it was like the only tangible thing for me to be like this is proof or something you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I don't really feel like that as much now I don't know I feel like it also depends on like your attachment already to your parents and then like how they would show love within that because if you're like insecurely attached then you're probably more into like, the way they would damn you know yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> call me out um, um, I'm calling myself out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get another cider can you open it for me yeah Well, I didn't put them in the fridge. I didn't. <laughs> Why did I check the fridge? <laughs> oh, they're right here. Behind the Tostitos. Sorry. No, that's okay. I was like, I don't refrigerate my alcohol. Wow, okay. Warm. That's a big adult thing. <laughs> I think. You're not ready for that yet. <sighs> no, not there yet. The day you decide to start refrigerating your alcohol is the day you die. Oh shit! Okay, I I figured out a um a faster way to open with the screwdriver. Really? Like I've 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 perfected my method. I'm gonna take this time to look at the (gasps) list. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna look at your post. I was like, oh my god, I wonder what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of wonder too. I'm I'm kind of living through you. This is a collective experience. That's how I feel about this whole podcast, because everybody is so excited to, like, be on the podcast and, like, listen to the podcast, and (laughs) I'm the one who's stressing about it, which, I mean, is fair, because my name's on it, but... You're just the facilitator. You're, like, the bread, and and the people on the podcast are the the sandwich part. (laughs) (laughs) Are you insinuating that what's in the bread is what makes the sandwich? Well, no. I'm saying the br- it wouldn't be a sandwich without the bread. Oh. Yeah, um, I, ha- I have a degree. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you shot that. Cheers. Let's get our cheers yeah, you on the cheers? mic. It's actually, I think it's bad luck to cheers with the drink you've already started. Oh, well, should I open another one and then finish this one? Well, then someone would have to finish the last one. Oh, you, che- you should cheers the empty one. That's double cursed on both of us. Okay, we can cheers your half full one. I think maybe the bad luck is just if you cheers an empty bottle. Well, okay. <laughs> it sounded so. It didn't sound that good. Well, we can add like sound effects. Like, can you add like um, a fake cheers? Like a really um, like a wine glass cheers. Um. Oh my God, do you want to know something annoying? <laughs> um. My parents would always drink wine with dinner, and they would always cheers each other, but they would, like, stare into each other's eyes and cheers and, like, repeatedly do it. That's not annoying. That's sweet. I thought it was really annoying. I was like, guys, fucking stop. (laughs) I think that's cute. I know, it is cute, because they love each other. We get it. (laughs) But as a kid, I was like, oh my god. (laughs) I want to have that type of love. Oh, when I'm I, that age. I have a question, a sex question. Okay. What do you think about biting? During sex? During sex or not not during sex. Just like biting like somebody you're dating. I feel like I do it. Um 
I think I do it unconsciously, definitely. Mm. Yeah, it's like a, it's, it's a primal urge. It kind of is. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, you ever see their exposed shoulder and you're like, mmm, you know, tasty. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I like it during sex. Hmm. I haven't had a partner who bites during sex yet, but I wouldn't be mad at it. Have you ever, like, had a partner that's, like, scared to, like, hurt you? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Did it, did it ever, did it, you ever, like, overcome that, or was that just, like, okay, like, there's, like, certain things you just can't do because you're, like, you can't. Um. Like, you're scared of hurting me. It's still in progress. It's okay. still a work in yeah. progress. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, especially with girls, I find that they, for some reason, have this qualm about being, they, like, Maybe it's just my experience. Not, mm-hmm. I'm sure not every girl is like this, but from my experience, a lot of girls wanted to be the bottom and, like, weren't comfortable being aggressive mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm very much a person who wants to do both, and I get annoyed if we're only doing, like, one dynamic every time. Mm-hmm. So I think girls tend to do that a lot more, where they can't bring themselves to be mean to you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, have you had that? Um, yes, and it's funny because it's only been with my, like, most healthy, like, most (laughs) non-toxic partners that they've been, like, just, like, super gentle with me. I think it's just a funny trend that you say that girls, like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just a funny trend that you're like, yeah, girls, like, would, don't want to do that because it's, like, I don't know, I'm, like, imagining girls as, like, being respectful and, like, the guys that wouldn't be, like, more rough with me as being more respectful. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of, like, maybe it's, like, I don't know. I you know, no, I agree with that. It's the toxic relationships where you get that, uh, <laughs> violence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel bad wanting the violence, because I'm, like, do I want toxicity? Which, yeah, no. Yeah, totally. You know. Yeah. Like, I want a healthy relationship where we consensually hurt mm-hmm. each other. <laughs> possible i think it is i think other people have those relationships and i've heard them talk about it but Mm -hmm. i just haven't been able to attain a a fully Mm -hmm. developed relationship like that yeah like everybody's got their limits basically and i feel bad asking somebody who loves me to hurt me in a way that they're not comfortable with Mm -hmm. yeah of course you don't want to make somebody do something they don't want to do yeah i mean that's a (laughs) no-brainer Okay, sorry. Are you into violent sex? Or, like, really rough sex? I don't think I'm into, like, like, I wouldn't say violent, but I, like, I think it's hot when, like, when, like, the other person is, like, more in charge, I guess. Which, I I don't know, I feel like that's, like, kind of basic of me. (laughs) Um, And I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of, like, embarrassed about it because I had sex with a guy this well, it's technically last year now, Mm -hmm. and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, what are you into? And I was like, oh, like, I kind of like it when people are rough with me, and he was, like, shocked. He was like, what? I'm just so surprised. I would not have thought that, and I was like, (laughs) uh. I kind of feel like looking at you, I would think, it's the septum ring, definitely, but I would say looking at you, I'm like, I think she likes to be the sub. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Tara. This is, like, super secret information. <laughs> okay, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Can we go back to what you were saying about the pubic hair shaving thing mm. in, in high school? Oh my god, yeah. Because I think we, like, touched on it really briefly, but I think that's a good conversation to have. Because when you said it's kind of pedophilic... Yeah. I don't know if that's the right word. Like, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. And I think... A lot of people wouldn't, so I think maybe we should talk about it. Mm, Okay. Because why would you, why do you think that has, like, pedophile vibes? Okay. I just feel like a lot of the beauty standards that we have right now are kind of rooted in, like, a culturally acceptable pedophilia, in a way. Mm. Like, I'm not saying that this is, like, what I think is, like, cool or something, but, like, it's, like, cool to look really young. Like, as a culture, we're, like, you should look young. Like, it's Mm -hmm. weird to look like you've aged. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, 
anything that's like not considered beautiful is kind of also part of the aging body except that it's like you're supposed to have boobs but like according to like the like beauty standard you're like supposed to look super young skinny and not have hair yeah I feel like even your boobs are held to a beauty standard which is oh yeah of course where it's like they can't be saggy (laughs) yeah they their areola has to be small Mm -hmm. like the nipple has to be out instead of in Mm -hmm. like there's it's such a weird Mm -hmm. set of rules Mm -hmm. when you think about where that comes from it's like super youth based and I feel like that about pubes too like I get that there's like elements of it like it's a preference or it's like a convenience thing where you're like I don't want somebody to be like getting like hairs in their mouth or something Mm -hmm. but I also feel like the fact that it's like such a big thing is kind of weird because also like as a kid I remember the first time I saw somebody with a shaved vagina and I was like wait what like I was like really confused about it because like when I was younger I would like go in the sauna with my parents and their friends and everyone would have hair and I was just like that's normal for grown-ups you know you guys had a nude sauna with yeah. your parents and their friends? Yeah, because my mom's Finnish. Like, oh. So it's, like, normal, you know? <laughs> That's cool! I yeah. wish I had that. Yeah. Like, the ability to see a bunch of different body types from a young age. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it's not like I saw, like, that much variation, because they were all, like, pretty athletic. But, like, I think it made me more comfortable with nudity. Because mm-hmm. also, like, as a kid, I was naked, like, all the time. So... That's nice. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about pubes? Um, I think at the end of the day, all that matters is what you and your partner think about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it should be collaborative. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I don't think your partner has the right to say do or don't with anything to do with your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but like, you do, like, you're, like, your opinion is important if you're, like, gonna... Yeah, and I think you should at least listen to their opinion and then say... I understand that these are my reasons for not wanting to do it, mm-hmm. and so I'll continue to not do it. Mm-hmm. If that's a problem, then mm-hmm. we have to figure that out. I So yeah, I think there is so much... I feel even shame for... Because like, I definitely go through phases of what I'm doing with my pubes. Like In high school, I mm-hmm. kept them always shaved into a little heart shape. Oh my god, how did you do that? Time and practice. Okay, literally, like I don't understand like I, I've like it's like a battleground for me. <laughs> like I can't like make it look a certain way like I'm like okay we're gonna try but like we'll see how it goes it was like a combination of using a stencil and then oh my god you had a stencil it. yeah I mean you think I can do a heart shape just looking down at my vagina oh my god so I had, like, a stencil, and then I would, like, use water washable water marker. Watercolor? No. <laughs> water washable markers and, like, stencil it on there. So I had, like, a guideline, and then I'd trim it down, and then I'd shave it. Even shaving is, I find it really hard to do. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get it, personally. Like, I, I'm like, how do people do it, you know? Like, I do... Do you get really bad ingrowns? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean! Me too. Like... When I shave, it, the day after is fine, mm. but it's once the hair starts growing out again that is yeah. horrible. Just so painful. Oh, also, I've, like, had, like, people that I was having sex with that would, like, shave their balls, but then, like, the ball hair would be, like, growing out partially. And you know that stage when it's growing back when it's, like, super sharp? Uh-huh. So, like, we'd be having sex and, like, their sharp ball sack would be like hitting me and it would like literally caused like irritation for me and I like the next day would be like why do I feel like I have like a tear and then I was like oh that's what it's from whoa yeah I've never noticed that before oh my God. honestly I I was like wondering what it was for years <laughs> now I know I don't know maybe like it's it might just be me like I don't know if other people have experienced that mm. I know that shaving a ball sack, like, I don't have sex with people who have shaved ball sack very often, just because it's so hard. Hard to shave? To shave a ball sack. Apparently. I don't have one. Yeah, I, I would think it's hard to shave, and, like, I'm kind of, like, impressed when people, like, always have it shaved. Cause I'm, I've like, never met anyone like that. Yeah, I have. Really? Yeah. 
No way! <laughs> That's so much effort. Yeah, it was a lot of effort, and I felt weird about it, too, because, like, at the time, I was, like, like, I wasn't, like, full pube, but I was, like, there, like, there are pubes. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, this is kind of weird. I don't know. Like, you felt like you also had to shave because... Yeah. Because I was, like, well, I'm the girl. Yeah. I don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. But we never talked about it, so I think it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was fine. I would like to point out that, like, for any man who's agreeing that, yes, it's hard to shave your ball sack, it can be just as hard to shave your outer labia. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, it's also hard for me to shave the same way it's hard for you to shave. So keep that in mind when you're asking, like, someone with a vagina to shave. I also kind of feel like... Like, would you ever, if you were having sex with somebody with a dick, would you ever be like, you have to shave your balls? Or, like, would you even care? I don't generally care, but I've never had... I'm not really into very hairy people Mm. in general. I'm more into very hairy women than I am very hairy men, honestly. Mm. Because I'm more like, oh, she can do whatever she wants with her body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, true. But, um, yeah, I'm just not as attracted to hair in general and so I've never really had a really hairy partner mm-hmm. so no I've never like had a problem with someone with hairy balls but mm-hmm. I've never had someone with extremely hairy balls mm-hmm. so I feel like if it was a lot of hair I would probably ask them to shave it whoa interesting <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about body hair like on your partners I like hair I think it's cute mm. I don't care though like, the person that I was sleeping with who, like, always had shaved balls, I was kind of like, what's your life? Like, what are you, what are you up to? Like, is this good for you? Like, are you, are you enjoying this? Like, yeah, I don't know. I love that cats are so, they're so aware of their surroundings and so, like, <laughs> able to move through spaces mm-hmm. in a graceful way mm-hmm. that when they do step on you, you know that they meant to. <laughs> Because Shadow just walked through us, mm. and then stopped right in front of my leg, and then put her foot right on my leg to step oh over. Oh my god! <laughs> I have, like, a high school sex question. hmm Okay, so when you, like, hooked up with people in high school, was that, like, the kind of thing where, like, they would tell all their friends, and then you were like, everyone knows? No. Really? No. Oh my god. I don't think I had any relationships like that ever. In your life? In my life. Damn. Okay. Uh... <laughs> But I think I'm just a more subtle, private person, too. Like, my Instagram Mm -hmm. doesn't normally have my partner on it that often. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, because, like, I know for a fact that, like, the first time I did anything with my first boyfriend, all of his friends fucking knew. Whoa. And, like, they would all look at me so different whenever. Like, I remember after the first time we had sex, they were all, like, way more friendly to me because I think they were like, he finally did it. You know what I mean? That's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, it was really fucked up. And so now it's like a thing where anyone that I see, I'm like imagining them in my head what they would say to their friends about it. And I just Mm. like assume that they're like telling their friends shit about it. I think guys don't talk about sex as much as we think they do. That's a very interesting take. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I talk to a guy about sex, they're like, oh, me and my guy friends would never talk about this. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I feel like I've heard from a guy that they would say shit, like, in the, like, locker room or something like that. They'd be like, oh, I rod her all night or something. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like that's high school shit. I don't think people are like that anymore. Yeah. Have you ever been the dom in your relationship or in sex before? Um, how would you define that? I don't know, like taking control or like you being a little more forceful? Mm, yes. <laughs> like I feel like like I'm kind of doing that now. <laughs> how does it feel? Um, it's interesting. I feel like in the past, when I would have opportunities for that, I was just like, no, like, I'm not down. Because, like, it felt, like, weird to me. Even though, like, I I had a boyfriend that I was like, yeah, you're definitely a sub, <laughs> you know? Um, 
I think it's chill. Like, it can be nice. I don't know. Um, it's your natural instinct to go towards being the more passive one. Yeah, right? but, well, I don't even know if it's, like, my natural instinct so much as it's, like, what I was taught. Mm. Um, it's, I think it's cool. I don't know. I'm, like, happy that I can, like, do it now, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm curious if you have any suggestions for somebody who maybe isn't that comfortable with being the forward one, or... Well, okay, the reason why I became that is because it was, like, out of necessity. Like, I was like, okay, if I don't make a move, nothing will happen. (laughs) Right. Like, that's, like, literally why. So, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Because I feel like in other areas of life, like, if I want to get something done or something, like, I'm, like, okay, we're gonna fucking do it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel like when I was, like, okay, like, I really want to have sex with this person, but, like, he seems, like, really shy, but, like, I think he wants to kiss, and I was, like, Girl boss mode kicks in. Yeah, it does kick in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, yeah, that's what it is. You have to activate your girl boss mode. (laughs) Um, I think also I had to, like, stop thinking of myself in a certain way. Like, it felt easier if I was, like, it doesn't have to be a certain way, even though that's what I always thought it had to be. Because, like, when I first started having sex, I was, like, it's, like, very formulaic of, like, this is how it goes. Like, the guy is gonna be the one who's, like, making all the moves, which I think also is, like, like, in a, like, a straight context is, like, shitty for the guy if, like, it doesn't, like, feel, like, natural for him. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's, like, shitty to be told that you're supposed to be a certain way. Yeah, Um, definitely. I have so much (laughs) love and also empathy for the shy guys out there, I guess. (laughs) Because (laughs) they all have IBS. No! You're probably right, but that wasn't where I was going. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like it'd be so hard to find a partner at all if you're a shy guy. Or, okay, but if you're, like, a hot shy guy, like... That's extra sexy. Uh, well, yes, but also, (laughs) like, I kind of feel like you're, like, more used to girls being, like, really aggressive and kind of, like, throwing themselves at you or something. Mm. And I feel like also I've, like, heard people shit-talking girls that were, like, being more, like, aggressively pursuing somebody because it's, like, more taboo than it is for a guy to aggressively pursue somebody. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't have much experience with that. I do know that people are shitty to girls who are, like, more forward. But a lot of guys think it's really hot also. That's good news for me. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure about it, especially if you're shy. I feel like it would be hard to be a guy who's very forward, too, because of the culture right now. I feel like you mm. could be called out. <laughs> yeah. And, and, we, and I mean, should be called out in, um, in certain mm-hmm. situations. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Maybe that's the future, then. Like, we, <laughs> we, we've all been weaned on cancel culture now, so the future is that within the straight context girls need to be the ones that are (laughs) we're raising a generation of girl bosses for real yeah and shy guys yeah honestly is that is that so bad (laughs) this is the future liberals want (laughs) i have another one Mm -hmm. is there anything that's kind of kinky that you are wanting to try eventually or looking to try with the right person but you haven't like had an opportunity yet or maybe you're not brave enough yet um i don't know if anything really comes to mind honestly because i have done a lot of <laughs> stuff <laughs> <laughs> that i wanted to do so i know i've experienced it um i think I'm interested to see what my relationship is with sex in the future because I know like a year ago I was like well I'm just not interested I don't care at all like it like hurts it hurt yeah it hurt because I had a surgery (laughs) oh um and then like all of my like 
abdomen had been like rearranged so down needed to like yeah, not in out. the sexy way it was not sexy and also it was like a psychological thing too where i think my body had been like invaded by the medical professionals and they like did shit that i didn't know that they were gonna do like they gave me um the thing that you pee into you know what i'm talking about the catheter yeah and i they didn't tell me they were gonna do that and i, I like i wish they had told me because mm-hmm. i was like mm, that's weird yeah um so I think it was a combination of that, and also, like, I wasn't happy with, in my relationship, and I felt, like, really pressured to, like, have sex, mm. and I think my body was just like, no! Yeah. So, yeah, it hurt, it hurt. My body was like, this is not happening. That sucks. I, I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm kind of happy it happened, because I feel like, like, I just, like, didn't want to do it, and it was nice to have, like, my body back me up on that, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested to see how I feel in the future because I know like a year ago I would never have thought that I like would have done the shit that I did this year. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, what, what's next? Who knows? We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How about you? What was my question? (laughs) Is there anything that you like kinky that you want to do that you haven't done yet? Hmm. That you like would do with the right person, Good or like question, you're waiting for Kiki. the right person. You came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of feels weird to think about this stuff in winter for some reason. <laughs> like I feel like this is like a summer. Like this is a summer thing. <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of feel like my whole body goes into hibernation over winter. Mm. Like when I get cold, I'm so, I get so hungry. Mm-hmm. I want to put on all my layers. Mm. But then there's nothing more fun than having sex with somebody right after you've come in from like doing a winter activity. Oh my god! And you're all I've chilly. Never done that. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> you get all chilly and then you like cuddle into the blankets like completely naked because your clothes are all wet and then you get in and then your double body heat like heats the space up and it's mm. so nice. That's so wholesome. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I think uh, a threesome mm. is something I would like to do with the right people Mm -hmm. but i don't see an opportunity for that happening (laughs) anytime soon (laughs) well i'm sure we can manifest it for you (laughs) (laughs) um dear listener keep me in your thoughts Mm -hmm. (laughs) it'll happen (laughs) is there anything else you wanted to talk about i don't think so i'm pretty sleepy 6 p.m um, I went to bed at 8 p.m. last night, so... <laughs> oh my god! My my body has been, like, fucked up this week from going back to work. Oh, guys, by the way, I'm a cleaning lady. <laughs> <laughs> a little backstory for her character, if you're wondering. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in to Reverse Cowgirl. Uh, catch you next time. Bye! <laughs>